Welcome to 2022, everybody. Episode 75 of Garcia Sports Garage Podcast is here. Whether you're listening in your car, on your phone, on any type of device, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, whichever one is your habit, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. 15 minutes, first episode of the new year. Again, episode 75. Going to try something new for you guys. Your time is valuable. You want to hear the best takes. I'm going to do this. No edits. Straight through. 15 minutes. And I hope you enjoy. Hope everyone had a fantastic holiday season. I hope you avoided COVID. And if you did get it, I hope you're feeling better. You're feeling well. And you're back on the mend. I got it. Tim Garcia got it. Finally back to about 85, 90%. That was rough. Over Christmas, the the day like five through seven were the worst, right? The, the cough, the congestion, the headaches, the brain fog, the the body aches, all of it, terrible. But I'm back on the mend, ready to get back out there and live my best life here in 2022. All right, first thing I want to talk about, Antonio Brown. Let me preface Antonio Brown by saying, I'm no doctor. So the whole mental aspect of the Antonio Brown saga, I'm not going to touch. Okay, I'm as much a doctor of the medical field as Dr. Jill Biden. So I'm not going to try and intrude in that space. I'm not going to try and provide any insight because I don't have any. If someone were to ask me, do you think he needs help? Without knowing all the factors, I'd say, sure, the guy needs definite help. He needs to spend some time in Arkham, for sure, without a doubt. But with the mental part of it aside, let's just talk about the human element of this. I've been in elevators for nine years, almost nine years, so I know a little bit about elevators. So now it's kind of made me jaded because every time I see a scene in a movie or a TV show on, on an, regarding with an elevator, I'm like, nope, that's not right. Uh-uh, they got it wrong. You serious? They couldn't consult an elevator consultant for the scene? So I already see that. I tell myself, that there's no way that would happen. This past weekend, the entire Antonio Brown, the chain of events, no one's going to believe that. Mike's son's not going to believe that. We're going to talk about that three years from now. And people will be like, no way. No way that happened. Yeah, it happened. That was unbelievable is the best word to describe. You had a professional athlete take off his clothes mid-game, run off a field on a third down when your team, your team, the offense is on the field trying to come back. You go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, take off your equipment, Jump off the field, give the peace sign, throw it into the stands. And then 10 minutes later, you're in an Uber talking about your your nephew or Netflix or whatever the hell you're talking about. Like nothing's wrong. Then the next day, you're sitting courtside at a Brooklyn Nets game. How is this real life? Incredible. Antonio Brown did what no one would ever think about doing. There's a right way and a wrong way to do things, right? No one is 100% good. No one is 100% bad. Everyone's damaged, except Carrie Underwood, maybe. Just kidding. 
But everyone's got issues, right? That is your place of work. That is where you make your income. What a terrible example. What a terrible display of adulthood, if you can even call it that. The guy did not act like an adult. Antonio Brown. What a mess of a human being. And to do that to Tom Brady, someone who brought you into his home, kept backing you up, kept saying that you were a changed man. And now Antonio Brown's like, this is the way I wanted to go out. He releases a terrible rap song an hour later. His lawyers release a statement saying that he told the coaches on the Buck staff that he was hurt and they kept telling him to play. I know one thing about the NFL. They're a multi-billion dollar organization. If they have a player that's hurt and they face liability, they're not going to put him on the field. So I'm calling BS on that. So Antonio Brown, your career in the NFL is over. I wish I could say gone and forgotten, but unfortunately, he's a Super Bowl champion. He's been one of the greatest receivers of all time. So unfortunately, but fortunately for AB, he is gone, but he will not be forgotten. Okay, so the NFL season is coming to a close this weekend. A win win and end game to close out the season, Sunday night football between the Chargers and the Raiders. But I want to talk about uh, two things in the tw- this NFL season that I was on target with in my preseason predictions, and two things were uh, two instances where instances <clears throat> where I missed the mark. So first on target, the Chiefs winning the West. I had the Chiefs winning the West. I have them getting to the Super Bowl and winning. I was not freaking out when they were on that losing streak. Something is definitely up with the offense. Patrick Mahomes definitely is not playing at the caliber that we are accustomed to, albeit he should be top three in MVP voting. But the Chiefs are fine. They have a Hall of Fame head coach, top five quarterback, top three, four tight end in Travis Kelsey, top four, five receiver in Tyreek Hill, top two kicker in Harrison Butker. And ever since they picked up uh, Melvin Ingram on defense, they've been much, much better than they were beginning mid of the season. So I th- that I didn't miss because how could you? The Chiefs are fine. Six straight AFC cha- uh, a- AFC West division. They're going to go in. However, the first this will be the first time Patrick Mahomes has to play a first round game. They're going to be okay. I also was on target. Aaron Rodgers. People love to poop and just talk smack on Aaron Rodgers, and he just embraces it. He's like a sponge. He just takes it in. Sure, he's aloof. He's a little prima donna. He's Mr. California. He's Mr. Cool. Nothing affects him. And I told you coming into this season, all the negativity surrounding the way he handled the press, the way he handled his contract. Was he going to play? Was he not going to play? Here he is, locked up the number one seed, another division title. He's going to win MVP, back-to-back MVPs. And I'd call you an idiot if you don't think the Packers are the top team in the NFC. If they're not your pick to make it to the Super Bowl, then show me your data, show me your facts on who is. So I was on target for both of those things. Where I missed the mark, the Browns winning the division. Baker Mayfield. We can applaud him for all of the commercials that he has on primetime TV all throughout the week. 
He's not the answer, Cleveland. You guys protect him like he's the saint of Cleveland, the saint of Ohio, the savior. Get over it. He's not the guy. Look at what OBJ's doing in LA as a Ram. Six, seven games, he's got seven touchdowns. 20 games in Cleveland, he had five or six. Maybe what they're saying is true. Maybe Baker is the issue. I don't think it's Stefanski, the head coach. I mean, come on, they got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, the dual running back. However, Hunt was injured most of the season. They have one of the best defenses. So I don't know. If you break it down, if you peel back that onion and look at the actual statistics, maybe it's Baker Mayfield. But I had them winning the division. Obviously, they missed the playoffs this post this year, so I missed the mark on that. And also, I missed the mark with the Bengals. I knew Joe Burrow was good. He's a national champion. <clears throat> He's a Heisman Trophy winner. I only had them winning five games this season, and here they are winning the NFC North. Hat off to Joe Burrow. I'll smoke a cigar with you. Your buddy, Javar Chase, the receiver, should win Rookie of the Year. He put up some of the greatest games in NFL history as a rookie. The Bengals are real. The Steelers, they're going to take steps back because Big Ben is out. They have no succession plan. I've said that before. Lamar Jackson, is he going to continue to not be healthy? That's an area of concern. And then the Browns, what are they going to do at quarterback? So the NFC North could be the Bengals to lose for the next five, seven years. And that's incredible because the Bengals historically have been a terrible franchise. All right, we got the college football championship this upcoming Monday. Alabama versus Georgia, rematch of the SEC championship. I'm just going to talk about this for a second. The argument to expand the college football playoff. Why? People were complaining that a non-Power 5, they, they were left out of the college football playoff. Notre Dame kept getting in, getting smoked. Cincinnati, they got in, smoked. What is it going to do? What is it going to, what is it accomplished by expanding from four to eight or four to 12? You're still going to have the SEC teams in there dominating the competition. So leave it the way it is. Alabama, Georgia is going to be a great game. It's going to be the third time, or this is going to be the second time we see him in a couple of weeks. Alabama riled them up, shook them up in the championship game. Georgia took that in the back of their mind, stomped all over Michigan. And we're going to have a great championship game. So the argument from 4 to 8 or 4 to 12, it's asinine. Leave it alone. It works. It's not George, It's not the SEC's fault that they have the best players, the best coaches, and the best teams. It's not. No. College football championship on Monday. I think it's going to be a good game. I hope Georgia wins, but it's really going to be a toss-up. Okay, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, no way home. What a movie. As a guy who has been a Spider-Man fan the entire life, spoilers here, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. It's been three weeks. Go see it. Overall, best Spider-Man. Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. The greatest Easter egg in that movie, Matt Murdock, Daredevil. I was so vocal when he showed up on screen, I couldn't believe it. As I tell my wife, I felt things when I saw that, when I saw Matt Murdock on screen. I will say, seeing all three of the Spider-Man on screen at the same time, what great writing. I don't care how much money it costs to get all of them on screen. It was worth it. 
This movie crushed box office records. And it just solidified Tom Holland as the greatest Spider-Man. I know that's not really a review, but I just want to give you what I felt. Fantastic. Well done. Tom Holland says he wants to take some time away to start a family. Awesome. Rumor has it he signed on to do three more movies. So excellent. Take your time. There's plenty of movies and TV shows and spinoffs that Disney and Marvel are working on. So take your time, Tom. Take your time. Have your family. And come back to us. So Spider-Man No Way Home. Fantastic. Alrighty, before I get into the last segment about Ken Rosenthal, thank you again for listening to Garcia Sports Garage podcast. I've been doing this for a few years now, and I appreciate you. That's why I cut this down to 15 minutes, because your time is valuable. My time is valuable. You don't want to listen to a bunch of nonsense. So 15 minutes, you can listen to me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Instagrams, where I get do all of my um, activity at GSG podcast. Very simple. Link tree in my bio on Instagram. So thank you for listening. All right. Major League Baseball. They're in tons of trouble. They're currently locked out. There's nothing on the horizon for negotiations to pick up again. And not only that, this week you have news that Ken Rosenthal, the Adam Schefter of Major League Baseball, was not picked up again by MLB Network, where he's worked for 13 years. Why? Rumor is because he criticized Rob Manfred. Who the hell hasn't criticized Rob Manfred? He's the worst commissioner in sports. He gets destroyed every decision he makes. How did, where does he even get the, the decision? Where does he even get the gall to make some of these decisions? So Rosenthal, rightfully so, he's a writer. He's part of the media. He did what I wish most media personalities would do. He spoke the truth. He called him out. Major League, the Major League Baseball Network is owned by Major League Baseball. Ken Rosenthal worked for MLB Network for 13 seasons, and he was not brought back. Paint it how you will. Dress it up how you'd like. Ken Rosenthal was not picked up because he criticized Rob Manfred. In a time when baseball is dying, where it's starving for relevancy, another nail in the coffin, Major League Baseball not returning Ken Rosenthal. It's a disgrace, and Rob Manfred needs to go. End of story. Ridiculous. So that's going to do it. Episode 75. Yep, see, 15 minutes, all the topics. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. There's also going to be video snippets on the Instagram page of this. Yeah, I'm recording these now. Video, you get to see my beautiful face. So again, Garcia Sports Garage. Thank you for listening. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Instagram at GSG Podcast. Take care, stay safe, and enjoy the weekend.